0: hey yo welcome to the show this is chris to chris comedy advice to fix your life i am your host chris joined in the studio today by the one the only mike is in the building go ahead and say hi michael hi michael oh <laughs> you're in a joking mood today mike is feeling good you guys might know me chris from youtube chris versus the world comedy channel laser lemon gaming channel both of them blissfully ignored right now but we do have a website uploaded.com which has been very active full of new episodes of this podcast every week by the way you can listen to a new episode of this podcast by subscribing to anywhere podcasts are sold for free we're on uh apple podcast google podcast stitcher your mama podcast we're everywhere including uploaded.com where you can download the podcast or stream it through the uh powers and wonders of modern technology it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing also go ahead and please do me a favor if you haven't already give us a nice big fat five-star review uh by finding us for one thing that's a good start if you can't find us you can find us by uh, going to com. at the very top of the website there's a link takes you to apple podcast just give us a nice big fat five-star review that'll help us get visibility we want eyes on us we want 8 billion people listening to this show. We don't currently have 8 billion people on planet Earth. So we need more people to get created. So if you could encourage other people to make more people, that would be great. We need 8 billion people. That was our goal. That was our goal. So we need 8 billion people. So if you can get on that and get everybody to give us a review, that would be great. That would be great. We got a great show for y'all this week. Whew. We're going to be talking about uh, some 7th grade science mistakes made by yours truly. We're going to be talking about the Activision Blizzard controversy with China and Hong Kong. We're going to be talking about Taco Bell's beef recall. We're going to be talking about some great listener questions and a whole lot more. It's going to be fun. Now, a few weeks back, I mentioned that I was going to be a a dad next year. My wife, she's currently wrapping up her, her 15th week of pregnancy right now, which means that we possibly could have found out the kid's gender two weeks ago. And by possibly, I mean we did. We did. We know the gender. But before I drop that news on this show, I figured I should draw it out as much as possible. Mike, before we move on, do you have any guesses, boy or girl? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a baby. It's going to be a baby. Yeah, thanks for uh, being so engaged in this show, Mike. We really appreciate it. You've always made this show a lot of fun. Asshole. Let's move on to our thing, uh, our thing. Let's move on to the tip of the week. Why not? So, several years ago, I decided to go to the 7th grade. You know, 6th grade had gotten old, so I decided to move on to the 7th grade. And I got really into it. So into it that I spent like 9 months there. Now, we had to take a science class that year. I think it was biology. And that class was, it was a real trip. It was, it was funny. It was a, a religious school, so the science books had a religious slant to them. And our science teacher, she wasn't religious at all. She was agnostic at best. I I would probably say she was an atheist if I had to guess, but we'll say agnostic at best. She she just did not care. She didn't care. And I remember, I know this because I remember her stopping the class one day to point out that our science book had acknowledged the existence of fossils, but the book also said that we should ignore these fossils because they contradict the idea that the world is only 6,000 years old. And the idea that the world is only 6,000 years old is a relatively new idea, from what I understand. And for some reason, it got adopted by modern Christians. And a lot of people think the world is only 6,000 years old. And my science teacher had a problem with that. And in uh, retrospect, I guess I have a problem with it, too. It It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It's older than that. The trees are older than that, for goodness sakes. Anyway... One day, we get some permission slips. They, they, they passed out some permission slips, and they sent them home with us. And these permission slips said, hey, are you going to let your child dissect a frog? Because that's what we're doing in class tomorrow. And the summer before that, I went to the mountains for like a week. It might have been a camp thing or something. I don't know. But I remember going to the mountains for like a week and uh, hiking through this big creek and in this creek, there were lots of little frogs, little, little small, cute little frogs. And I was, a, I was like a 12-year-old boy. How old are you in seventh grade? I was like a, uh, a year before that, I was like an 11-year-old boy, right? So I wanted to get some frogs, 11, 12. I might have been 12, okay? We'll say I was 12, maybe. Yeah, I was, I was just turning 12, okay? Not that you care. But a 12-year-old boy seeing little frogs, you want some of those frogs. They're just out there waiting to be taken, Right? So I had frog fever, right? I wanted to get some frogs. And when I found out that we were going to be dissecting a frog, I knew that this was my chance. This was my opportunity to get my own baby tiny little frogs for free. Pro bono, if you will. Five-finger discount. I had it all planned out. I was going to take some frog eggs home with me so that I could hatch them in our backyard. Now, I know what you're thinking, I know what you're thinking, that's dumb, that's dumb, that's not how it works, that's not how any of this works, right, like the old lady in the commercial, that's not how any of this works, and if you know frog biology in particular, that's really not how it works. I believe a frog lays the eggs, the female frog lays the eggs in the water, and the male frog just kind of has fun by himself, sprays the eggs, and tadpoles are born, But in my naive 7th grade brain, I was thinking, you know what, I'm going to take these eggs, these fertilized eggs that are just waiting to hatch, right? They're just waiting to hatch from this dead frog. I'm going to take them home, and they'll hatch in my backyard, and I'll have baby frogs. I know it's stupid, okay? I know it's stupid. But I'm not saying I was a smart 7th grader. I'm not saying that. I'm not claiming that, okay? Just listen to the story. Now, on the day of the autopsy, I brought in a couple of Ziploc bags, you know, to collect the specimens. And I was so happy when I found out that we would be dissecting female frogs. Because, you know, the female frogs have the eggs, right? Right? So, just like any dissecting, we, uh, we paired up. And, it, you know, it was actually a lot like uh, E.T. In E.T., they dissect frogs. But those frogs start coming to life. These frogs didn't come to life. Anyway, we paired up. And we start cutting this frog open, and we get to the eggs. We find the eggs. We found the eggs. Yes. So I whip out my Ziploc bags, and I I take the little scalpel, and I start scraping and collecting to to put them in the bags. It took maybe 10, 15 seconds tops before the the teacher catches me. She's looking like, what the hell is this? She, She said to me, she pulled me, she said, what the hell are you doing? What the hell are you doing? And so I'm embarrassed, you know, I explained to her my plan. I explained to her that, you know, I was just collecting frog eggs so I could take them home and hatch them so I could have some baby frogs. And I think her eyes rolled out of the back of her head. I think something broke in her brain. I think I hurt her. So she, she took the bags from me, and she made an announcement to the class that we were not to take any parts of the frog home with us. I was the reason this announcement was made. So this week's tip is to learn how the sausage is made before you try to steal any of it, okay? You might get yourself in trouble and look like a dumbass at the same time. That's the tip of the week. Let's move on to a little thing we like to call Video Game Corner. So the biggest news going on in the video game industry right now is between Activision and, or Activision Blizzard. There's been a lot of drama unfolding, and I know how you guys love some drama. So they're taking a lot of heat for uh, punishing people that put out a free Hong Kong message during a recent tournament, a recent esports tournament for this game, uh, Hearthstone. If you're not up to speed, this guy, his name, uh, his mother, I believe, named him this. His name is Blitzchung. And uh, Mr. Blitzchung uh, won, or he 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 got, he got, placed a certain level in Hearthstone, won like three grand. And he was, uh, I guess he was being told by the uh, e-sports, e- eSports casters, I don't know what you'd call them, they encouraged him because he, he wanted to put out a, like a free Hong Kong message at the end of his, uh, his, uh, thank you speech, his, his winner speech. They encouraged him to do it. And so at the end of his, uh, speech, he says, free, oh, what does he say? He said, uh, liberate Hong Kong, revolution of our age. And then the announcers start ducking under a table. They're like, we don't want to be associated. We told them to do it, but we don't want to be associated with it. But Activision, Blizzard, they knew, they knew it was up and, Uh, that's a big no-no for them because they make a shitload of money from China. And I know we're talking about China a lot recently, but I guess China and Hong Kong are really in the news a lot, you know? It's a big deal. It's a big deal. So Blizzard banned Mr. Blitzchung from tournaments for a full year, and they took away his prize money, and they got a lot of shit for it. So they said, okay, we'll give him his money back. And he's only banned for six months. He's only banned for six months. We're good guys. We're good people. The president of Blizzard, Mr. J. Allen Brack, he put out this long statement on their website. And part of it, he said, the specific views expressed by Blitzchung were not a factor in the decision we made. I want to be clear. Our relationships in China had no influence on our decision. Now, this statement is important because it's clearly bullshit right? Which is, it, that's kind of the theme of this whole story. Bullshit. It's a lie. It's it's a lie. You can't smear me for saying that because this is a comedy podcast, even, even if it's completely true what I'm saying, that you are lying. Everybody knows it. You're lying. You're lying, Jay. China's actually been doing a, a great job at dictating what is okay for American companies to allow when it comes to talking about hong kong or, or anything chinese related because china makes americans money right i found this uh on reddit he, this guy uh, leb or Lebby, i don't know how you pronounce his name he has this long list detailing all the uh sins of american corporations when it comes to china google's guilty uh, uh nike's guilty tons of companies are guilty on this but here's just a few examples Apple censored the Taiwanese flag emoji in Hong Kong and they banned an app that uh, protesters were using to avoid police. I don't know if you guys heard the story, but there's an app uh, off the iOS app store in China that was pretty much, I think it was made for protesters so that they could avoid uh, police from arresting and uh, beating them (laughs) and whatnot. But uh, Apple faced pressure from the Chinese government and they got rid of it and then they allowed it again and they got rid of it again. So that's Apple bowing to it and, then of course, uh, uh, getting rid of that Taiwanese flag emoji. Now, if you've seen the movie Doctor Strange and wondered why the Ancient One, that's the the monk that guides Doctor Strange in the movie, if you've ever wondered why the Ancient One in the movie is an androgynous white woman, it's because Disney and Marvel will not uh, uh, will not acknowledge that Tibet is an actual place because China says it isn't and the monk is from Tibet in the comics, right? Right? So, this is why, this is another great example of why Disney should not own everything. Okay? Here's one more. Mercedes put out an apology uh, (laughs) for, quote-unquote, hurting the feelings of Chinese people because they quoted the Dalai Lama in an Instagram ad. There's just a, I've seen it, it's just a a quote from the Dalai, and it says Dalai Lama. It says the words, whatever he said, Dalai Lama. But China, I didn't know this until a few years ago, China don't like... The Dalai Lama. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, if you don't know this already, you're thinking, well, isn't the Dalai Lama Chinese? All right? No, 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 no. They don't like the Dalai Lama because of what he represents. It's all, it's all about acknowledging or, or refusing to acknowledge what countries belong to China and which countries are independent and blah, 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 blah. There's a whole lot more on this Reddit page from Mr. Leb Lebby. My my favorite response, though, is from the, the guys from South Park. They did an episode a couple weeks back about China and Winnie the Pooh, and they got banned in China. This episode banned South Park in China, and I would have thought South Park would have been banned in China a long time ago, but I guess not. But they put out an apology. They said, "'Like the NBA, we welcome the Chinese censors into our homes and into our hearts. We, too, love money more than freedom and democracy.'" She does not look just like Winnie the Pooh at all. Tune in to our 300th episode this Wednesday at 10. Long live the great Communist Party of China. So that sounded pretty sincere, and I, I accept their apology. Anyway, in other news, Lenny Kravitz's daughter, Zoe Kravitz, she just got cast as Catwoman in the new Batman movie, The Batman. That's pretty cool. And I uh, forgot his name. Uh, the, the colorblind kid from Little Miss Sunshine just got cast as the Riddler. And I looked him up again, and he does kind of have a, a Riddler look. A little young for it, but he does look like the Riddler, I would say. Anyway, let's get back to this gender thing. This uh, this baby, this whole baby thing is still pretty new to me, and I'm in uncharted waters here. Early on, a a doctor told us that there's websites that tell you the baby's gender based on how fast the heartbeat is. She said, well... These websites exist, but they they don't work. But a lot of people believe in them, so you can go on them just for fun, whatever. So I checked into some other ways that uh, people try to figure out the gender of a baby before, like, what is it, 14 weeks, 13 weeks? So, Mike, I looked this up. I said, I, I typed into Google, uh, how to find out your baby's gender. And it's all a bunch of fluff pieces, uh, old wives' tales. It, it, it's malarkey. Look at this. Today.com. You know Today. That's the the website for the NBC morning show. They said, first one is, try tying your wedding ring on a string and holding it over the mom's stomach. If it moves in a circle, it's a girl. If it moves like a pendulum, it's a boy. And if it smacks you in the face, get an ultrasound, bitch. I I don't understand this one. It's like, does a a male baby have a different uh, magnetic... Swing than a female baby, I, I don't I don't know how that works. I don't know how that works. I don't know how who came up with this either. Somebody said, you know, what, let's let's tie a ring to a string, hold it over to the stomach, that'll tell you. Oh, oh, you see that? You see that? It's going in a circle. That's a girl. Another one they said like they they pretty much they said like if your hands are, are crackly and dry, they pretty much said if your hand looks like shit, it's a boy. If not, it's a girl. If you have pretty hands, it's a girl. They also said if your left titty is bigger than your right titty, it's a boy. And vice versa, right titty's bigger, it's a girl. Uh, Oh, here's one more, here's one more. Uh, TheBump.com. They had a Chinese gender predictor. Supposedly this is an ancient thing that was found in China. And uh, it's just like a formula that you plug in. You, You plug in the month that you conceive the baby and the mom's age at the time of conception. I thought this was malarkey, but I gotta say, I gotta say, I tried it, I tried it, and Mike, the Chinese got it right. They got it right. They only had a 50-50 chance, you know? It was a one in two chance they would've got it right, but they still got it right. Anyway, Mike is looking antsy, he really wants to know, so I'll stop dragging it out after the news, but first, the news. (laughs) Taco Bell has recalled 2.3 million pounds of ground beef because a customer found a metal shaving in his food. I don't know why people like ground beef in their tacos so much. I don't understand it. When I, when I, when I read this story, I tried to picture how it would have played out for like 99% of the world. Like Say, say I went into Taco Bell. I said, excuse me, excuse me. This taco has some sharp metal in it. And the Taco Bell employee would have said, Oh, hey, uh, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, please allow me to remove the metal from your taco before you eat it. I, uh, I threw in some extra napkins as a gesture of goodwill. Go fuck yourself. So it's usually like a 20-year-old kid running these joints. Like you're 18, you're running the, the fast food or the, the drive-through and the register. You're 19, you're, you're cleaning the bathrooms or maybe vice versa. But by the time you're 20... You are running that joint. You are manager. You are manager of Taco Bell. And 20-year-olds don't care about anything. They don't care about anything, especially not what got put in your taco by mistake. But uh, this guy, he's the 1%. He's the lucky one. So he, he, he pointed it out, and Taco Bell, they got on it real quick. They, they released a statement saying something like, you know, if you live in the Northeast or Eastern Midwest areas, you're not going to have any ground beef there, okay? But you should try our shredded chicken or steak while we get our shit together. They said, if you have any questions or concerns, you can call 1-800-TACO-BELL. And I called it, and it's a real number. They said, if you want to talk to somebody about a recent visit to Taco Bell, please press 1. Mike, can you imagine that job? All day, all day, you're just getting calls and listening to people bitch about how some kid screwed up their $5 combo. Jeez. And you have to pretend to care. You have to pretend like this is super important to you. You have to act like you're so sorry that the guy at the drive-thru, you don't even know his ass. You have to act like you're so sorry that he forgot to give you your your mild sauce. Oh, sir, sir, please, uh, uh, please forgive us. We want to make this right. Please accept this coupon for a free Doritos taco on your next visit to your local Taco Bell. Mike, did I ever tell you about my uh, bad Taco Bell experience on this show? I can't can't remember. We've been doing this show for like 55 weeks now. Some of these things are starting to to blend together. I think I might have already told it, but the short version of the story is that I got major food poisoning from Taco Bell in, in in a very public setting. And I did a, a held a very public vomiting. It was okay though because I didn't have to go to school the next day and a lot of people prayed for me to stop vomiting. Whew. Alright, let's let's move back onto this gender thing. I think we should we should uh wrap that little story up. We should put a bow on that. What color is the bow gonna be? Pink or blue, you know? I I think I think I've drawn that part out enough, right? So I'm gonna draw it out just a little bit more. We we found out uh right before I went on vacation for, or right after I went on vacation for a week and a half. Uh, I'm super stoked to be back at work, by the way. I'm thrilled that my vacation is over. I'm getting no sleep, and I'm very irritated. Anyway, we went and got an ultrasound right before we left uh, for Del Mar last week. And we went to one of those uh, 3D, 4D ultrasound places where you can see what your baby looks like. Not just in some black and white 2D picture. It's it's creepy, I guess, uh, is a good word for it. Uh, we, we found out that it costs extra, and at 14 weeks, uh, the baby doesn't look like a baby yet. It still looks kind of creepy. So uh, we, we just got the uh, 87 octane gasoline package, at least for now. You know, we'll go back in a month or two whenever the baby started to look more like a baby. We'll pay a little more. But the, the woman, she was cool, uh, the woman handling it. The thing about it was that the woman at the register was wearing multiple hats that day. It was like uh, that, that I Love Lucy episode where the the guy who was in charge of their hotel was also the uh, sheriff and the mayor, you know? She would be like uh, pretending to be somebody else, just running to the back, coming back with a different hat. Anyway, the woman running the register also was doing the ultrasound. And she just, uh, she just said, you know what? Even though you guys went with the the cheapo package, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give you a, a free picture, three free 3D picture for fun, you know? It's not costing me anything. It's just right here. I'm just gonna put it on your stomach. Do it. Shits and giggles, right? Anyway. We were trying to find out the baby's gender, and this doesn't always go smoothly if you don't know. You, you don't always know. You you can go and it could be a fruitless visit. The baby might just not want to show you. And our baby, at first, just was not talking the the baby's legs were crossed, so we we couldn't tell but you know she was doing a little little uh drum beat on on uh my wife's stomach nice little gentle drum beat got the baby to finally uh open the the baby legs to to let us know so we finally got her answer and it's a great, it's a great, it's a great answer. It's a great answer. Mike, go ahead and uh, play the the drum roll sound effect. And at the end, I will hold up a flag. If it's a blue flag, it means it's a boy. And if it's a pink flag, it means it's a girl. Mike, the drum roll, please. Ta-da! Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Can you believe it, Mike? They can't see the flag. Oh, yeah, it's a audio podcast. It's blue. It's blue. It means uh, we're having a boy. We're having a boy! Yes! That's right. We're excited. We're excited. Real quick, uh, before we move on to listener questions, uh, <laughs> I filmed this video. Actually, I made a YouTube video for it. It's unlisted at the moment, but I did make a YouTube video for this. And <laughs> uh, we I don't know if you guys know anything about gender reveals, I didn't know anything about it before this process, but there's a lot of them, especially online. You could watch them. And sometimes people will fill a black balloon with a colored powder. Like, it'll be uh, pink for a girl, blue for a boy. And you pop it, and it explodes in that color, and it reveals a gender. People people shout and cheer or cry and jeer. And so my wife and I, we went through this process. We filled the balloon, and we take it to this... Uh, this park like setting and we didn't have helium for the balloon. So we, I said, let's tie it to this tree. And so I I asked my wife, Hey, can you, can you hold it steady while I'm tying it around the tree? And it must've hit the tree at just the right perfect spot because before we even filmed the damn thing, it exploded, exploded and blue powder covered my wife all over her face, all over the dress, all over Everything but the air, and we didn't get any of it on film, so I have it on filmed after the fact. You know, us laughing and crying about it, but I just thought that was funny. You know, blue powder everywhere. What a what a time consuming, uh, disappointing way to for, to go. But you know, it, at the end of the, at the end of the day, it's funny. At the end of the day, it's funny, and that's what this show's all about. Man, I feel like I'm Red Bull today, but I'm very low on caffeine. You know what? Let's move on to a little thing we like to call listener questions. We have some great questions this week. Ken asks, was I the first to ask a question? Ken, you most definitely were. You were the first person to ask a question this week, and I think you're the first person to ever ask a question on the uh, very first time we asked for questions. So thanks for that. Colin asks, what did you think of Joker? Colin's referring to the movie Joker which uh, just came out in celebration of our first year anniversary of the show. What did I think of it? Yeah, I saw it. I saw Joker with my wife, and I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. It is not a movie you want to see if you're looking for a fun movie. If you really love Marvel movies, you know, you love yourself some Captain America, some Avengers, some good guys kicking ass, this is not the movie for you. I mean, you can enjoy that movie and enjoy the Joker, but if you're looking for that kind of movie... Don't do it. Don't do it, dude. You're not going to be happy. You're going to be disappointed. You're going to be terrified. You're going to be mortified. In fact, uh, we went and saw uh, Gemini Man uh, a week later, which, you know, I don't really recommend seeing. But we went and saw that movie, and we noticed some signs that the, the theater had put up saying, attention, Joker is not your typical comic book movie. It's rated R, bitch. It's, it's, it's dark. It's scary. Don't take your kids to see it. And they're right. They're right. It's a it's a dark, sad, disturbing story. And it's not your typical Joker movie. It's not your typical Joker in general. It's very different from uh, Jokers of past. There There's some overlap between uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker and Heath Ledger's Joker, which, by the way, both are great. Joaquin Phoenix kills it. He does an amazing job at acting. Some of the best acting I've ever seen. Heath Ledger kills it. He does some of the best acting I've ever seen. Heath Ledger's Joker, though, Feels a little bit more in line with the typical Joker. Although he brings his own flavor to it. But this movie, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I'm cool with it being a one off, honestly. You know, keep doing that kind of thing, though. Keep doing your own dark, uh, R rated thing. I enjoy that. I enjoy it. And I enjoy this movie. But again, don't go see it if you're looking to laugh, if you're looking to have fun. It's not that kind of movie. You know, if you want to, if you want to, if you're feeling bad and you want to, Stay in that mood. Go ahead and see this movie. I enjoyed it. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. So I like The Joker. Let me guys Let me, Let me. me guys know. You guys let me know what you thought of The Joker if you saw it. Colos Dolos asks, If you held Mike underwater, how long would it take for him to drown? Have you tried it? That is a great question. That is a great question. Mike. Mike. Go, uh, uh this is unrelated, but could you fetch me a bucket of water? and uh some zip ties. No. Well, uh we will get back to you on that Colos. It uh probably won't take longer than a minute, right? I don't know. Um I haven't tried it, but we will. We will try. Right, Mike? Yuli asks, "What character do you want to be in Smash Brothers next?" Smash Brothers Ultimate has almost every video game character ever in it now. And I think I have a good answer for you, Yuli. I would like Pierce Brosnan from GoldenEye64. Beat that. Beat that. He has a lot of possibilities, okay? First of all, like, say you wanted to have, like, a a projectile throw that wasn't just pure bulletry, right? He could summon Oddjob. Oddjob could pop up and throw his hat at you. And you could pick him up and use him as a shield, maybe. His Ultra Smash, I thought about this, his Ultra Smash could be in first-person mode. You know, like, uh, with... uh, I can't remember which characters do this, but like it, it'll pretty much go into first person mode, so you're looking at all of the characters on the screen. But uh, maybe uh, Pierce Brosnan disappears, so you know that you're looking through his perspective, and you you uh, uh, pull up your golden gun, right? You pull up your golden gun, and you start shooting as many mfers as you can until the your your time runs out, because you know the gold the golden gun, the man with the golden gun. It's a one hit kill gun. It's perfect. It's perfect. And you can even incorporate GoldenEye themed items into the game because of Pierce Brosnan's existence here, right? Like you could have uh, cheat code items like a paintball mode and DK mode, which was the big head mode. Everybody could uh, have a big head all of a sudden. I think that would be wonderful. Lovely even. That's a great question. Ken asks, sometimes I can't sleep at night thinking about the vastness of the universe and contemplating my existence. That being said, how many McRib sandwiches can you eat at one time? That's a good question, Ken. I'm going to tell you something. Twice in my life, I have eaten a McRib. And I'm not sure I've ever finished one. Twice in my life, I've I've, I've had this this feeling, this drive. You know, I'm like, I want to try a McRib. I want to try a rib sandwich. That sounds good. Then I'll go to McDonald's and I'll order a McRib. I, I might order two. Ken can't actually post it a picture. You can get two for five. It might have been two for four the last time I tried to order one years ago. And I take a bite and I, I just can't do it. I just, I, I just can't get into it. I can't. I can't. I'm not a McDonald's person in general, though, to be honest. so Maybe that's it. Maybe I need to uh, supersize myself more often so that I can uh, be more accustomed to that kind of palate treat. Tongue palatry. So I'm going to say half a McRib sandwich at a time every uh, six to seven years. Whenever the groundhog sees its shadow, that's when I can eat another McRib. Disco Ballman asks If shining a laser into someone's eyes is dangerous, why do they use lasers to correct a person's vision? Wow, that is a very insightful question. Very insightful question. Uh, thank you for that. Um, when I was young, Laser pointers were, I don't remember how old I was, like 10, 11. Laser pointers were becoming big. Everybody had a laser pointer. And locally, there was a story that started going around. I think it was in the newspaper about a a kid who had a laser pointer. And he uh, was in his room or something, and he pointed it at a cop outside. And the cop thought that uh, somebody was... uh, aiming a gun at him, essentially, and he, he he sourced it to the kid's window, he could see the little laser, and he pointed the gun at the kid, and he almost killed that kid, essentially, so that story was scaring a lot of people, and there was another story, I don't I this one must have been bullshit, but it was about like a kid pointing it at an airplane, and they thought that they, they were, uh, Aiming it, you know, being attacked. But there's no way a laser pointer that a kid had would have reached that far. But these kinds of stories were perpetuating the the media. And I really wanted a laser pointer. My brother really wanted a laser pointer. And my mom got us a laser pointer from Costco for Christmas. But my dad made her take it back. He made her take it back because of these stupid-ass stories. And I wasn't too happy about. It. I was kind of, I was kind of bummed about it. And I just thought that was a stupid reason. And I remember, in sixth grade, we went to like, a, like a space camp or something. And uh, there was like a a laser class where they taught us all about lasers. And this guy, my dad was there, and he he said, like, can you explain uh, the dangers of lasers to the kids? The guys, like, he looked at him like, I, what? He said, there there aren't really any dangers to lasers. And of course, there are. Like, if you have a powerful laser and you point it at your eyeball or your skin for too long, it, it'll it'll mess you up. But the the guy was like, "What are you talking about, dude? Stop trying to justify uh, not not letting your kid have a laser pointer." I sound bitter about this. <laughs> you know, uh, just for the record, I've had many laser pointers since then. They're fun to to make cats chase. Cats love laser pointers. The reason shining. A laser in somebody's eyes will damage their eyes, and then using a laser to correct their eyes is the fight fire with fire principle. And I'm sure you understand that. Mm. A laser hurts your eyes, a laser fixes your eyes. Simple as that. Don't try this at home. I'm just telling you how science works, folks. Ken asks, have you ever been stopped? Would you want to be? Thanks for the question, Ken. It's actually a great opportunity for me to remind everybody listening, both uh, new and old listeners, I do not want any of you to get so obsessed with me that you feel like you want to kill me. You know, like you're trying to uh, trying to show off for uh, Jodie Foster. Was that the guy that shot Reagan for her? You know, don't don't try to show off for Jodie Foster and kill me. I don't want that. I don't want that. Don't try to uh, Yoko Ono me. I know that we're, we're crossing wires here, but I'm just saying, I don't want any of y'all to get that obsessed with me, okay? Please do not stalk me or come to my home to talk about Jesus coming to Korea in the 60s. All right? Simple as that. Yuli asks, Do you like the Conejo Malo? I think that the baddest bunny, Yuli, was actually Jessica Rabbit. Well, she wasn't bad. She was just drawn that way. That's her words. Ken asks, Have you ever answered a question incorrectly? Ken... I have never answered a question incorrectly, except for this one. Yuli asks a question in the same vein. She says, have you ever lied to your listeners? Uh, hmm. I prefer to, to call it fucking up the truth. Thanks for the question, Yuli. Ken asks, what am I thinking right now? You are thinking about your heater. You're not sure if you left it on or not. You've been thinking about this all day. You're wondering how bad the bill is going to be. But Ken, Miss Cleo wants you to know that everything will be okay if you stay on the line with her for at least another 20 minutes. Thanks for the questions, guys. As always, you can ask us questions on our Facebook page, at Up and Loaded, on our Twitter, at Up and Loaded. You can also follow us on all those things. We're also on Instagram, at Up and Loaded, U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. We also had a poll on Twitter last week, and this poll I think was buried because we mentioned China in a time where It's just not cool to mention China in any sort of light that could be anything other than bright and powerful and red. The question we asked was, what is the best thing you can buy from China? And this was a blowout. This was a blowout. 0% of you said finger traps. 0% of you said free speech. All of you said that the best thing you can buy from China is Foxconn phones. Phones created from Foxconn. Those guys know how to make a phone. They have to. This week's poll asks, if you could get food poisoning from just one place, where would it be? Don't forget to subscribe to this show, follow us on all the social media things, and all of that. I hope you've enjoyed this show. I know that we've been kind of super intense this week. My neck is starting to hurt. But I hope you guys had fun. I sure did. Going back to work tomorrow, the next day maybe. Who knows? I'm going to be stuck at work forever. This has been fun. Go ahead and... Uh, subscribe to the show, whatever. Tell your friends about it. Please make that your good deed for this week. You know, pay it forward. Please, please. This has been episode 55 of Chris to Chris. Go ahead and do me a favor. Enjoy your weekend or else.